Hello again, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Game Pass Grab Bag, your weekly podcast for games in the Game Pass collection, bringing you three unique perspectives from varying skill range. I am the Buzz Lightyear of this episode. Andrew, with me are Zap Brannigan, Keith. Hello. And with us, the one who dies right at the beginning of the battle, are Jack Porkins, Liz. Hey, guys. And this week was a listener request. So thank you so much to our listener, Kelly, who recommended that we played Everspace 2 by Rockfish Games. Everspace 2 is a fast action arcade space shooter. Well, it's a fast paced arcade looter shooter space game. You are playing as the last clone from the very first Everspace, which if you played the first Everspace, which was on Game Pass, which was more of a roguelike, you are the last clone from that battle. And you are trying to basically get your way out of the DMZ area that you are stuck in. And you're basically trying to outrun the colony militia who are trying to hunt you down. But going around, I'll go first on this one. For me, Everspace 2 is a game. I had a lot of fun with it. This game can be a massive time sink. My biggest complaint with it, though, I think it has a little bit of a pacing issue. But, man, there's some good looting and there's some good shooting. So I am all about that. And the game does at least change up with, you know, the various crafts you can get, the various weapons you can use. So even though this game can be a bit of a drag sometimes, I had a lot of fun doing it. And this game is definitely one of those things where it can just, you look at the clock and it's been like two hours. So be warned about that. But yeah, this is a game for me. So Everspace 2 taught me something um, that I guess I was slowly learning um, from, from prior games we've played. But apparently I kind of like space shooty games. I, I, I kind of just assumed I didn't really like flying in space and shooting in space. And I, I didn't think it was the type of game I really was overall into. Um, but I found myself actually having uh, quite a bit of fun with Everspace 2. And, and I do say it's a game. I, I think I'm probably going to agree with a lot of Andrew's sentiments on on the bad parts of it. Or not even the bad parts, but the parts of it weren't weren't always a game for me but outside of that i i think it's a lot of fun and uh yeah i would call it a game i'm gonna give it a game as well with a butt um so uh, uh, <laughs> ooh, a sexy butt no like no <laughs> so i really You're like so the game but with the amount of hours that you put into it or you have to put in because like andrew said there's there's a bit of a pacing issue. For me, if I'm going to put a ton of time into a game, it either has to be like close to a 10 out of 10 or a game that you can just like pick up and put down after like a lot of time has passed. And for me, there are a couple things that make it a game that I don't love. Like I really like it, but I don't love it. And there are a couple things we'll get into it later. So it's a game, but... I don't necessarily think I'm going to pick it up again because I don't have a lot of time for video games. And it's just like it was missing a couple things. So if I was a game, I'd be this game. Yes. Because you like me, but you just don't love me. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> I like you to deny it. <laughs> I shouldn't have to deny it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, let's get to do it. Uh, also, too, I also want to say uh, thank you to everyone who has Game Pass. Because uh, the studio has said multiple times that Everspace 2 existed solely because of Game Pass. You know, they said the popularity they saw for Everspace 1 on Game Pass is the main reason they were able to afford making Everspace 2. And which is kind of crazy. Everspace 2 is a drastically different game from Everspace 1. Because as I said, Everspace 1 was kind of a roguelike of you were playing this clone essentially stuck in this battle, this space war that's going on and you're just kind of doing these runs over and over again and upgrading your ship. I played a little bit of Everspace 2, but I never got went crazy into it. Everspace 1. Everspace yeah. 1. Sorry. Thank you, Keith. But uh, yeah, the studio said, you know, this game was able to be created because of the success they saw from Game Pass. So I just love hearing stories like that because you always hear so many people being like, oh, the Game Pass effect, you know, it sucks the money from studios and studios don't actually get paid and it's just killing video games and stuff like that. But now when you have studios like this saying that, you know, this game existed because it's always great to hear. But uh, yeah, the story of Everspace 2, as I kind of touched on it, you know, you're this clone pilot that is trying to outrun the law because the law is basically trying to finish off kind of the rest of these clones that were in this war that you played in the first one. And I guess before I go too much into it, do you need to play Everspace 1 to play Everspace 2? No. There is a lot of references, obviously, like there'll be characters where he's like, oh yeah, I went to your shop a lot in the first one. But 
is it important to the story? No, because overall the story of Forever Space 2 is pretty lackluster. It's very much just you're trying to find a way to make a life for yourself as this clone. You stumble across this guy who says, hey, I got a job. Once we do this job, we're going to be millionaires and we'll be good and for the rest of our lives. So you decide to hit your wagon onto this guy's plan. But, of course, plans never go right. But I'm not going to say much more because of spoilers. But anyway, this story overall, though, is a whole lot of talking heads. And I got to say, I did not care for the story of Everspace 2. I was here for the looting shooting. So I feel like yeah. Keith here. This is weird. This is, well, this is another game where the dialogue feels very uh, soundboardish, where they were they were just recorded lines and all separately no one was recording dialogue like having a conversation so it doesn't ever feel like they're conversations i also I, like i know we played what was that story game until uh, uh as dusk falls uh, as dusk falls okay. and the animation in the cutscenes of everspace 2 reminded me very much of the animation style of that and i didn't mind it in as dusk falls but it drove me nuts in this game wow. no to go hear me out hear me out and because here's the biggest reason it's jarring because everything is so fluid and smooth and just glossy shiny nice and you're out in space and then you go to this cutscene. it's like here's someone whipped together a couple pencil like uh storyboard cutscenes, and then threw some dialogue over it with some slight animation i did not care for it and it and then coupled with the fact that i'm like their dialogue is so annoying and so boring that I did not care for it. And it wasn't even just a story thing because I actually did watch a fair amount of the, the cutscenes. I was trying to give them a little bit of, you know, uh, opportunity to, to sell me on them. And they did not. So I'm sorry. I didn't want to. I wasn't disagreeing with you, Keith. I'm just surprised <laughs> you referenced As Dust Falls. I thought of a completely different game in which I thought this game did better. It, it, I'm guessing neither of you thought of this, but I thought of Redfall <laughs> and Redfall. Oh, they did. It, which, it was terrible. Yeah. Redfall was like <laughs> way more slower paced with like the cuts of like the animations of like PowerPoint presentation. This at least was kind of more smoother. So that's why like, I was like, man, I feel like this game did a better with the cinematics that, than Redfall did. See, I thought of As Dust Falls. And oh, so the, I'm the only one who thought well, of Redfall. <laughs> the imagery in As Dust Falls, like, it's just graphically better. I yeah. f- and and it, that's, I mean, that's my opinion. But, like, the faces and everything, the way that people, like, walked and ran, it was better. So I, I'm with Keith where that was my first thought of As Dust Falls. And I was just, you know. I thought of it, though, as, like, maybe a budget thing. Oh, so yeah. This is a I very did- small studio. Yeah, so I didn't really hold it against them, and it didn't bother me at all. And that's what made me laugh when I was thinking of Redfall, where I'm like, man, Redfall is like, it's a really nice AAA studio. And I feel like Everspace 2, being a lower budget, did a better job. But I will say I disagree with both of you about the story. I found it interesting because you go into it, and I just instantly was like, should my character trust these people? And so you're like starting these new relationships and depending on each other and you don't really know which way it's going to go. And even the side characters you meet on your missions that are, you know, um, in tough situations, I I liked that. I liked their, their backstories and everything. But something that I mentioned to Andrew, I didn't put as much time as you guys did into it. And so far, there are so many scenarios where I'm like, I wish that I had a choice. Like, you know, so there was this group of people that decided to like flee and start up a new base somewhere and so your character goes back and lies for them but it's like i want that option i mean i would have i would have lied for them because the corporation is evil and everything but i kind of wish that there was more you know like kind of like with mass effect where you're kind of going good versus evil and stuff and so for me like you meet these characters but just like i wish they would develop more but like I said, I'm very early on in the game compared to you guys, but I just wish that there was more of that. I, there's a couple moments I had, but I don't think it has any weight to it. Well, it's not really. I don't... How, how much can I say without spoiling? Because 
Okay, Liz. I, well, well, partially because I want to ask Liz about this too. Because I think you're fine. I mean, honestly, like I don't think it's it, it's fairly early on. Too, yeah, right? and I don't think it's anything crazy spoilery. Like, okay. Like, so, Liz, how did you feel about? Well, if you meant that spoiler, Keith. Oh, well, then take that out. Never mind. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. No, what? I did not get to that. Wait, wait. Which one's? Wait, the one that was in, like that that was frozen. Did you? You know. Did you get your? Did you get your friend out of cryo? No. I feel like I'm oh. close though. Never got to the second galaxy. No. Oh, okay. So oh. yeah, Liz never got there. Well, then. I mean, <laughs> so I just I... spoiled it for Liz too. Because see, my reaction was sort of similar, but I went, wait, what happened to all the credits I just dumped in? There? <laughs> Wow. So I was angry. Oh, this person dies against because what about my buddy? <laughs> wow, Keith. I was like, I just, this guy was giving me perks and I gave him a bunch of my stuff so that he would do better with the perks. And then I went, well, what the heck? So they, they just gave him the all dear friend and it's okay. So you don't lose anything. And so I went, ah, he's cool. I didn't really like that guy anyways. Um, I'm so, so that was how glad I felt. It, I, I'm <laughs> done with this game because that, that's too much. <laughs> Oh, that that made it even I, better. I mean, I saw it coming a mile away. Well, I thought he was either going to die or betray him, one or the other. I, like, I didn't put much thought into it, I guess. But it, like, as the story progressed, it kind of made sense to me because it just was it was a like a character limit, if you yeah. will. <laughs> they yeah. were like, hey, we we want to confine the story to this number of people, and uh, that's honestly, sorry, I had the same. You're less key. important. Yeah. I had the same thought. <laughs> Uh, wow. <laughs> well, now we know how Liz thinks of the story. I like Liz is now like, like the story. I'm no longer interested. See, for me, like I, I thought the story was fine. It's just the game's pacing issue of like, like I'm up to like 18 hours and I visited three of the seven galaxies. So I'm like, how much more of this game do I have? Like to me, it was just, I, I don't feel like things are flowing well enough. Well, thing too and i mentioned this to you andrew where it's such a big game and i understand that when you're traveling you're seeing different like undiscovered sites and distress calls and stuff but there should be a freaking fast travel like Mm -hmm. i felt like there was so much time wasted where you're just like flying and for me it's just like with a game this big i felt like it was a mistake like it was just it was i so much time wasted i think I'm I'm in the middle on that thought because I I had parts where I thought I wanted the ability more for fast travel, and I wouldn't I wouldn't complain if it was there by any means. I don't think it would harm the gameplay, but all the same, there's traveling between the galaxies are kind of like what you need to do for big travel. Like I, I don't know those light speed travels were I don't know I think the longest one was maybe two minutes. And it and it kind of just acted as a loading screen in some ways. Yeah. But like imagine if it was a car, screen. though. Like if it was like if you're playing a game with cars, like would you really just want to see somebody uh, driving for two minutes? Like that that's a no it, for me. Over if I can and turn over it, and over again, like if I can autopilot like that, yes. Um, if I had to manually pilot my way there every time, no, that would have annoyed me. And I and I'm not saying it was perfect either. I'm not like praising it. I just it didn't. It wasn't something that I. I found myself as bothered by, I guess, and and partly because I I was coming to a point where, kind of jumping onto Andrew's pacing issue, this was where my pacing issue was, is that I was mainly trying to focus on the story missions. Sometimes I get distracted and I do a lot of side stuff. I was like, no, I'm going to, I'm going to do all the story missions. I'm going to, I'm going to focus on that. And then right about, I hit level 10 for my character level and the the difficulty rating just jumped and it wasn't like it was like oh these missions are level 15 they're level 12 like any general kind of rpg leveling system yeah. 10 to 12 is it's challenging you're gonna put up a fight but it's not that bad it was brutal and to the point where i just dropped the difficulty because i kind of got annoyed and it and it sucked because it it sort of soured some of the gameplay for me but at the same time, I, I threw it on very easy for a little bit, and then I just kind of very quickly knocked out a bunch of stuff to get XP, and then threw it back on a normal, and I went back to having fun, you know, with a challenge where I had to be smart with my fight, but I, you know, didn't feel like I was unfairly being blasted down every single time. Yeah, I thought it odd, too, that, yeah, just people being two levels, one, like, even one level above you, 
you see a massive spike in like how much damage you receive. Like one thing I love this game, you know, has a lot of looting and shooting. As I said, you unlock these little cards that unlock a high risk area. So it'll just populate a little area on the star map saying high risk area. And you go there. It's essentially kind of like a dungeon. It'll have a different modifier. Like, Oh, enemies will, you know, their name will like not appear on your radar, you know, or they will be like, they'll drop mines when they die or they drop like a gas cloud when they die. So they have like these different modifiers to them. And then you just do this run. And at the end you find a boss. When you kill the boss, he just is a big old loot pinata and just throws a bunch of loot at you. But whenever I did those, if it was just like one level above me, like if it was two levels, you could forget about it, but just like one level above you and you're just getting smoked. And it's just, it was weird of like the difficulty spike with it. But yeah, so like the game's forcing you to harvest minerals so you can upgrade your weapons or upgrade the perks that you're getting, you know, upgrade your ship. You have to farm and have to do these things. And it just adds a lot of time to the gameplay, which is a good thing or a bad thing. If you're looking for something to really kind of sink your teeth into and take a lot of hours of just looting and shooting, this Everspace 2 is a great game. I had a lot of fun with that gameplay. And I loved, as I said, it changes up a lot with the different spaceships. Every spaceship felt very different to me. And I, I loved them. I don't, did you guys have a favorite ship? I never switched ships. I was so seriously. Did, I was so determined to save up like ninety thousand to get myself. I had like one of the really good ships, and I, I don't know. I had like thirty k, so I, I could have bought a ship. I just, I was, I, I was so committed. I was like, I'm not doing it. Should have bought a ship, Keith. I, I think that, and that's one of those things where, as annoyed as I was getting, I also recognized I was like, I'm kind of being an idiot, and I'm. It's like playing Diablo and running around with a bunch of white, you know, level gear when I'm picking up legendaries and, oh, you know, I really like this and it's fun. (laughs) So, or like not doing a blue item because it's not a legendary or something like I, I know I was, I was holding myself back, but I, I still let it annoy me. (laughs) See, I bought one ship. I didn't see a crazy amount of difference. Um, I mean, it was fine. I, I think it had more storage. But I just wanted to quickly go back to something that you were saying, Andrew, with because you were saying that like the collecting gets um, tedious. And I thought that was so much less tedious than the traveling. And with like Keith, you said that you focus mainly on the missions. I was doing a lot of side missions. And that's why I didn't get very far with all the time <laughs> that I put in. So I think it's and maybe the way that I played is just different than you guys. That, that's why you guys didn't like... Um, the collecting of the the minerals and stuff. Oh, I didn't mind it, but like, but like I, I said, I'm up to like 18 hours and I'm kind of like, I should be like full of but stuff. See, like with the, like the, I did like a fraction of that and I'm just so done traveling, but I think <laughs> it might've been the way that I was playing. Um, Cause with the side missions and stuff, you're like constantly going like to one place and then having to go back and then something else pops up and. See, you can speed up the traveling. I like this game has these challenges you can do. Well, I like and dislike, but every, every galaxy you go to has a specific explorer challenge. And you usually have to do like, ah, answer three distress calls, complete three area, like masteries, like this different list. But whenever you usually do these challenges, you get kind of a bonus. And so for traveling, you can actually speed up the time and make traveling faster. But it's not like a, an instant. Like yeah, you're going you have so, to unlock it. But you're going back and forth so much and yeah. it's not an instant. And so for me, it's just like have that at the beginning if you can't do closer to an instant like switch because you're going to so many places. And if you have to wait so long for every single time, have that at the beginning. Like I just felt like it was such a waste of time. I was like, I could be doing dishes right now. And also... <laughs> I mean, the old, I feel like towards the beginning, because I played more than five hours, like, give me a freaking auto-collect. Like, if I shoot somebody, just auto-collect. Well, you unlock that ability. Well, kind Again, of. Again, <laughs> the game is so flipping long with all these side missions. If you exclude the side missions, it's still long. Like, give me something. Like, I shouldn't have to grind and grind and grind and grind for, like, the bare necessities. So for me, that's why I just felt, felt like it, they actually did kind of waste time for the, the player so here's here's kind of my thing about it is i feel like in a lot of ways they went from a roguelike style to an action rpg and they did that successfully yeah but they left a lot of these little pieces of roguelike elements throughout it 
part of it, I think, is the the story. It's all of the way that the storyline cut missions or like cut scenes feel. They feel like little like milestones within a roguelike, where it's just like here's a little thing to just fill in the the time between all of this, and there's there's a story going on. And then the grind of this game feels well. It's it's not roguelike at all. There's no rinse and repeat it is you die you go back to a checkpoint you lose everything before you died or between your last death and then but the grind of how long it takes to just incrementally piecemeal yourself stronger and stronger and then it feels like i think if i'm right it starts it only starts to piecemeal these new loot items in like they're rng based a bit but like the blue items only start coming after a certain level, and then you're yeah. only going to get the next tier. Kind of like in Diablo, a, level. a little bit. But even in by Diablo, like level ten, you're getting legendaries out of level hundred. So in comparison to level thirty, I should be doing that by like level five. But I'm level twelve, and I'm barely getting a, like a blue item here and there, and it just everything feels roguelike grindy in that aspect. Is is what I'm getting at. And I don't hate it because I think the gameplay element is fun. I just want it to move a little bit faster for this genre. Yeah, if I think this game would be so much better if like you literally were earning double the XP that you're kind of getting at the moment and double the resources that you're kind of getting at the moment. Because like I said, I am mining a lot. Uh, I mean, since we're already talking about it, the playtime for the main story, you're looking between 32 hours. And for completionist, you're looking for 68 hours. I think that's a thousand this game to get all the achievements, which totally makes sense when you look at the achievements when we get to it. I mean, it's a good snacking game because, I mean, you have a lot of downtime in between. Like when you're traveling, you're like, I can take a couple <laughs> bites of food because like, right. what else are you going to do? Liz, I, I don't think the traveling is that bad. You make is. it seem like you are it sitting is. there for hours. I, do you know what? I have this running list in my mind of things that I could be doing. And so when I'm just waiting over and over and over again, because like, if you, for instance, just stress calls and things like that. They're, they're fairly quick, and then you're going back to the traveling. And then you're doing a different one, and then it's like back to the traveling. And I know I'm kind of harping on it. I apologize. But it's the same with like with this game. I didn't realize. Did they tell you that purple means that it's like above your strength or whatever? Yes. Oh, because I don't remember does, seeing yeah. that. I got I, annihilated. I and so for me, it's just like, if it, like I wish that I had known that. When it came up purple, it should have come up when the first purple arrived if it said it ages ago like i'm not gonna know yeah when you have like a purple item which you know no not item like uh, well i know no like no. a distress call kind of thing oh yeah yeah um well not for the distress calls i at least first noticed it with items so this game obviously has rarity you know white items are common blue uncommon purple are rare and then legendary are gold items so you know typical setup but yeah, there'll be a purple bar above an item and it'll say level two high. So that's how I quickly knew if I saw that on an area that I'm like, oh, this area is oh, too high. Yeah, see, I didn't know that. <sighs> but uh, I wanted to ask you guys, did any of you guys look at this, the, the in-game stats? Because this, no. this is what I wanted to boot it up. I, I'm booting up the game now for Liz to kind of show her. The game actually has fantastic in-game stats. So it even breaks down like how much time you've done on things. So I'm at a total of 20 hours played, and it even tells you how long you were traveling. So out of all the time of the 20 hours that I've played, I'm looking at, well, okay, I guess it is a good amount of time, an hour and 37 minutes traveling. Wait, no, you're saying in super light, cruise mode is another 51 minutes. Cruise mode is when you're actually on your, your ship and you're flying it around and doing combat. Cruise mode is when you hold A. Boosting super is... light is when you're traveling between the planets. Boosting, which is mostly like traveling, is an hour and 55 minutes. I'm sorry. I think that's absurd. Don't get me wrong. All right. Looking at it, like I've done 20 hours and I've wasted an hour and a half of it traveling between planets. What I see you where you're coming from. What could you have done with an that, hour and a half, you That know? is a good amount of time. I could have watched a freaking movie. I guess it's true. So wait, this is, where is this? Under game? Yeah, go to Data. And My then go to player time, stats. Nine hours, 36 minutes. Time boosting, an hour. Cruise mode, 21 minutes. Super light, 43 minutes. See, I don't, I don't know. That's less than 10% of my time played. But, I mean, it makes sense. I'm at 20 hours, and I've done the super light for an hour and a half. But, say, Andrew, but triple that. If you want to beat the game, it's more, it's more than triple <clears> that. Of <throat> that much time that you're going to waste with your life with just <laughs> traveling. 
just, with my life, not someone else's life. I just, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm not like I can't argue the numbers, but it just, I, it, I wasn't bothered by it. I guess I really wasn't hours? bothered with it either. No, it's actually cool, probably <laughs> I, like, like five. It, some there are times when I'm like, oh man, I didn't, I never really put a lot of thought of that. I kind of. This is I'm like I'm thinking about it and I'm still not bothered by it. Like I'm I'm even I'm actively trying to be bothered by it to be like, yeah that and I and I'm just not and and I'm not and and you're fine too. Obviously I don't I don't think you're wrong to feel that way. I just it it just genuinely did not bother me. I think you need a bigger chore list. But (laughs) that's what I'm thinking. Like five hours. No, no, I'm not saying that. But I'm saying with like five hours. So if you're gonna beat this game, it'd probably be over five hours of just traveling. Think of the chores you could do with five hours, Keith. I, I know you do chores. I'm just saying, but, like, but if, having, but if it's over two weeks, like you week, and and I I think we bring this up sometimes, but like we kind of cram games because we do week to week. But if you think about this being a game, you play those thirty hours over a month, over three months, depending on the speed you might try to beat or complete a game. That five hours is is really minimal. It, it's five hours is a lot when you cram it into a week like we do, but it's not in a grand, in a big picture. Like that's sort of more where I'm thinking about it. I, I think I it's also well. This just also goes to show our play styles. Like me and Keith obviously grew up on this video games. Like we know loading screens. We know of having to sit there and wait for updates and stuff like that. Liz does not. So this is I think understandable as to why Liz it was more Liz is more sensitive to it than me and Keith are because we've been we've been desensitized to it no but I feel like we have played so many games in this podcast it it's pretty rare that I am this adamant about yeah. a game that it that it is wasting my time this badly and so that's why I disagree with you again like I just feel like I mean you can only eat so many snacks so so why is this oh, like ahead. what do you do what do you do when you're traveling like do you just like stare it, at the screen i was i was like my it's it, i know you're not gonna like this answer <laughs> I, I, and, and and i don't mean i don't mean it in a like in a in a snarky way like i just but honestly i'd like there would be times where i would i would jump up and be like oh, i'm gonna go grab myself a drink real quick because i ha- i know i have like 600 ls or light speed whatever travel that's going to take a solid two minutes i'll go grab a drink and i'll come back and i'll sit down i'll pick up my phone i'll just i don't know check facebook real quick on that maybe answer a text like i'll just kill time other ways and and i kind of think of it as a load screen but i i go back to where this is where i do agree with andrew that i i do think part of it is i think desensitized is kind of a funny way to say it but it's pretty accurate is that we just don't the the way that andrew and i have grown up playing video games it doesn't phase us as much to have a load screen yeah. if this was our load screen i would have been annoyed but the fact that i'm interacting with it and then between each section when i jump between it it's like oh it loads for five seconds and it's just there like yeah. there was no ever loading i felt like i have this huge massive galaxy to explore which at times was too big because it's like kind of what liz is saying but i just i wanted to com- compact the game a little bit uh, all that to say, I just yeah, I, it was like an interactive load screen for me. It's like, and I liked, and I and and I'm I'm slightly jumping ahead, but I actually really like the music in this. It, but we'll talk oh, about that. I, I oh my gosh! Yeah, but but with what you're saying we'll though, there. like I always have like uh, a thing of water by me. And so, and I also I don't think I have a lot of friends because I don't I'm not texting a lot. <laughs> so for me i'm just like what do i do like because like i mean i that's that's pop on the gram maybe gross keith which i will say there are some things because i feel like i've been dragging on about this i apologize there are some things in this game that i did not want to do and i and conveniently andrew happened to be there like two of the times and i was like i really don't want to do this segment where like you're not supposed to touch, or it's like timed or whatever. And I was just like, Andrew, you do this for me. So, Liz, and why then, was this a game for you? I'm sorry. I do sound negative. I, I thought it was fun. I liked the side missions. I liked the the quests and like the the weapons. Like, I wish that they were like when you're stumbling upon them. Like sometimes it's like, oh, that is better. But most of the time, it's like, is it better? I can't tell. Um, oh, I thought it was very clear as to whether something was better or not. 
See, I I wasn't. I sure love the interface. Sometimes, but I like the characters, the the different missions and stuff. Like, I actually really enjoyed the actual gameplay of it. Um, but there were some things too that like, so for instance, there's um, I did this a couple times where you go to this area and you have to destroy like there's a list of things like four energy coils when you destroy a base yeah yeah so i did that a couple times and i understand that things are highlighted in orange but there was always one at the end that i could not find and enemies keep spawning until you find it like there's like usually a gap between like the different ambushes and it was so frustrating because i could not find them they were not highlighted orange like the rest of them well no when you're down to the last two items it actually Puts a a red circle around it. I have never seen that with Uh, all the ones that I've done. And could have showed you. But you know what? I will say. So Andrew is not going to believe me. Can I I just (laughs) tell a quick story real quick? So this is what I mean with like. No, I'm not allowing it. Stop right now. (laughs) So I I never saw a red circle. And Andrew, whenever there's a video game or something, and I say something like that, he's like, "No, no, you just didn't see it." And a lot of times I, I prove it wrong, and some of the times I am wrong. But today is a perfect example. (laughs) um so we were going to the store and i don't really drive very often in fact (laughs) andrew does 99 percent of driving because i hate it but i was driving today and so he was like i'll run into the store and i was like can you get me some some cranberry juice and he's like what kind i'm like whatever you see first just grab it and he's like well no do you want like cranberry juice or like cranberry in a flavor and it's like i don't care he's like you have to pick so i said cranberry in a flavor and he's like okay what flavor and i'm like andrew just pick something and he's like no 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 like which which one so i said i just thought of the most random one cranberry mango why not let's just pick something and he's like that doesn't exist liz what do you really want and so i was like no it does he's like no and I, he was like how about cran grape i'm like why'd you ask me all these questions just for you to pick at the end so then he goes to the store and guess what was there cranberry mango <laughs> so for me like whenever you hear me say like i didn't see it there is a chance that it was there and i didn't see it but there's also a chance that Can there was cranberry mango have you heard of cranberry mango I mean, I would have guessed that it's there. See, honestly. I've heard gran- cranberry pineapple, cranberry diets. grape. I just know that when you go to the juice aisle, there's usually like two shelves of cranberry-related beverages. But if somebody said something weird and like that, wouldn't you just assume that it was real? You know, like cranberry pineapple. Even if you hadn't seen honestly, it, you would assume, right? Because I feel like you cran- can't get mango now, cranberry juice. Cranberry pineapple. Yeah, you can. You can't. I, t- t- I I've like, never not seen juices. straight mango juice, what? but I yeah, believe exactly. you, Keith. But, but I like, believe you, Keith. That's the difference. <laughs> he says he's seen it. Why can't you? Why can't you make juice from a mango? I'm not saying you can't. Oh, maybe he has. Have, have, <laughs> have you ever eaten a mango? There's actually, we actually eat a lot here in this family. Juice in like in the mango, so like it, you could extract the juice. But from I think the it mango. goes bad really fast. <laughs> Like, I feel like Maybe. because, like, mangoes don't really hold well. Same with, like, strawberries. Like, so, like. Or really pomegranate. Fresh. Like, yeah, there's pomegranate juice, but that stuff doesn't hold well. Yeah, but they do get, actually like, make pomegranate 100%. juice, though. Yeah, I know. But, like. Yeah, if you get, like, uh, like probably, like, natural pomegranate juice. But if you got ocean spray, cranberry, pomegranate, it's going to have the shelf life the same as cranberry, yeah. cranberry, because they have so much junk in there to keep yeah. it on the shelf yeah. for as long but as they need to. They're not going to so make... So mango may go bad, but it's... Yeah. That cranberry mango's fine. They're not going to make strawberry juice, because it would well, that, be bad that's kind in of like my, That was, like, originally my argument of, like, why I didn't think it was a thing, because... But can we also yeah. just point out that oh I gosh. do the grocery shopping? Okay, <laughs> so yes. So why would you... But anyways, I am saying I never saw that red circle. But also, at the beginning, too, you were so like, oh, time. you can shoot the ore to mine it, and the icon will still stay there. And I didn't want to argue with you, but no, that just means you didn't mine all of it because the icon definitely disappears or, when you mine it. But you it know all. what? Mm-hmm. There's also been times when you've said that, but there's <laughs> also been times where there's been a bug and the thing actually did disappear. Not this game, but there have been games <laughs> where the item did disappear and it still said that. So that's what I mean well, by like, I understand that I'm a noob, but how many times do I have to prove you wrong before you say like, this, sometimes you are right. I say you're right. No, sometimes. I'm just asking for sometimes. I, I, I'm going to take a rare stance and back Andrew up on this. Yes. It, and that <laughs> rare stance. At least, I feel like you're it, always against this. If it's at least bug related to say it does do this, Andrew would be correct because that's the intended design. Occasionally it may not because of a bug. But all in all, to say that's how it works, he wouldn't be wrong. 
Um, I know that's the way it's supposed to work. Well, so, but to, but but if if he's not okay, experiencing I'm that bug, and to then wrong, say it's working, it's fine. no, We're no, only in the, that. only only in that, and it doesn't make you wrong. It just means that Andrew, if he's not seeing you, just to casually be like, oh, I don't know, that's the way it works. Do you know what? Because he's never seen it not work that fine. way. It's fine. I think I've proven my point with the cranberry mango, and it doesn't matter <laughs> oh, what I, you guys I'm, say I'm, because oh, I'm with you on I the cranberry am mango. Right guys. That, don't get me wrong. Um, sometimes I am correct. Liz, I will admit you're sometimes correct. Anyways, well, the other thing is too those 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 because where I was gonna I was gonna again back you up on this list is that those markers I again as far as I have experienced the ones that show you like the last couple things you need to destroy they do exist but they are a little bit tricky because they're red and green and like again not sarcastic like genuinely like it's a weird because they it almost looks like an enemy marker at first yeah. and you're like what. So you think you're running away from an enemy, but really you're actually supposed to go to it because it's just that. So I think you probably did see it, but you just I thought it was an enemy. No, and I that's didn't all I'm saying. see any green circles. I don't even know what you're talking about. It's, it's, <laughs> it, it is a red circle, but there is some green in it. I like that, but it, it I will very say you didn't it looks even almost watch identical me play to the and enemy you're ones. saying you're probably wrong. You didn't even look I'm at my screen. But anyways, I'm not saying when... you're probably wrong. I'm just saying those are easily mistakable different because I made the mistake often. I would frequently mix up the two of the markers because they look like yeah, enemy markers. That's why I'm guessing it. I did and say I'm also, I would like it. to point out that this happened after the first time that I played it, not the entire time that I played the game. Although I will say I never saw a red circle the entire time that I played this game with the, the last item. But when I said it, it was the first time I had played that type of mission and I hadn't seen it. But um, regardless, I, you know, um, when Andrew was helping with the missions I didn't like, I thought it was interesting that you had trouble because I didn't. When it said, like, do you want to invert the controls? I thought, do you know, I think Andrew does this, but I don't know. So I'm just going to leave it. And I thought it was funny that, like, when you were helping me, you were like, oh, crap. Yeah, space, space, like, or any, I should say, any flight. I always do inverted on flight. But but normally oh never I never invert flight really nope I hate it man and I and like I get why because like there's it's to somewhat like that's how flight controls I think typically actually work yeah. but no I, I I always switch off invert man so I'm the only did one who does inverted flight did either of you try the first person mode at all no I didn't realize it had one until I looked at the stats and it said times in first person mode it's like oh you could go first person I didn't know that. I found it when I was changing the difficulty and I did it for, well, on, on my time tracked, it doesn't even have a full minute tracked. I thought I did a couple minutes. Um, it's cool. Like, it's really cool. But it's, it's harder. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You don't have as good a field of view. It, it is an experience for sure. But it's really cool because the HUD becomes all of like your controls in front of you. Oh, wow. And, and so you can see like the icon for your missiles and it shows you how many like on little like screens around your, your console. So it's it's a really cool detail that they threw in there, but whew, it is it's intimidating. Well, speaking of HUD, <laughs> this is another one of the complaints I had is there's no accessibility options to change the color of icons. So loot are the icons are gray and black, so it is so hard to miss the icons. And then not only that, like the icons, they're very small, but they actually do kind of show you what it is, whether it's like a collectible or loot or a weapon. But the icons are so small and you're in space, you know, space deals with a lot of blackness. And the fact that the icons are gray and black, very hard to see. I was really hoping that they let you change the color icons, but you can't. Oh, so I was going to say, um, I was going to say this on the graphics. But yeah, if you go to like an asteroid field where there are a crap ton of rocks, yeah, it they actually is like hard to see. And I think that was like, how did they playing this? Were they not like, oh man, this is actually like a really poor choice. <laughs> um, so for me, like there are some areas where like, if there's not a lot of rocks, it's fine. I get that. Like, you, you can see the circles, but there yeah. were a couple areas where I was just like, this was a really bad decision. Yeah. So kind of a miss that they didn't do the accessibility change with it. Hopefully they eventually patch it, but it, it's, I guess not crazy big of a deal. Well, I mean, the other thing with that too is when you're like not close enough to things or you're not looking at it directly, it just turns into an arrow. Yeah. So you'll have other gray arrows that are just like a location off in the distance and a green arrow that's a location, but then a green item that's also a green arrow. And so like 
you just have this screen flooded with arrows. And you're like, well, I don't really know what to do here. I know. So I just try to collect as much as I can to like, I don't know, minimize what's on screen, but it, it gets overwhelming. And but one thing I did notice is, and I think it's because this is a offline, hundred percent single player game. If you leave items in an area and you come back, I'm pretty sure they stay. Because I I noticed like a random I don't know like ship part that I I came across in an area I had been at and came back to. Huh. So I I think it actually yeah saves items that you've had in that area. I never noticed that, but I, mean, I always made sure I looted everything. Collect them all. But yeah, I, I agree with like what you kind of said earlier, Liz. Of like it's kind of annoying of not having certain abilities right away. So early on in the game, you literally have to constantly keep putting your crosshairs on an item, press A to suck up that one item, look at the next item, press A, suck it in. You can fly into the item and it picks it up, but it, it takes a while for you to upgrade the perk where you just hold A and it sucks everything around you within a certain distance, like a vacuum. Like that needs to be a perk right away because I thought it was so tedious. I thought I was really going to hate this game when I literally had to constantly keep looking at each individual item and pressing A, pressing A, pressing A. So I mean, at least you didn't have to wait each and like yeah. press A and go to the next one. So I would just kind of go through and just mash A a bunch. But um, yeah, I don't know. I, 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 I It's one of, that it's weird because I agree with because it's in space, but I also don't have too much an issue with because I'm used to Diablo and Diablo is kind of like that. So yeah. I just, I just kind of collect like Diablo. Well, Diablo at least has like kind of a smart click or like it helps put things on you. Like in this game, your oh, yeah, item has auto to be, clicks like currency. Yeah. And some other, like other things. But this game, the item has to be in your crosshairs, which was just a little annoying. Yeah. Like I wish I had a little more forgiveness. I know we started to get a little into it, but uh, they have the graphics though. Overall, I really like the art style of Dead Space or <laughs> Dead Space, Everspace 2. I mean, Dead Space as well. But uh yeah, Everspace 2, I like the sceneries, like even though you're just really mostly flying planet to planet and kind of seeing these areas, the lighting in this game is really good. Like, I think they did a fantastic job with the vistas that you're seeing in space. The ship designs were cool. Uh, yeah. What did you guys think of the art style? No, I, I, I agree with all of that because I, I really enjoyed that aspect of it. You know, you could see different planets off in the distance if they were close enough from where you were at and just overall visually like you know again for being space you kind of go to a lot of these same types of areas which in a weird way having these similar areas of like these big like shipwreck types of things it's like i don't know it it almost feels like it makes sense in space yeah. that you just have these areas and you just yeah you're like okay we'll go to this one and this one and they're all gonna kind of look the same even just in space but they they you know the pieces were relocated in ways that they were always different and they felt different enough in that aspect that i wasn't like oh okay it's this ship design again i know where to go to find everything i need to find at least you know each new shipwreck area i went to well it might look similar it was always different and i liked that yeah, I kind of agree with that. I, I do think with the amount of time that I put in, I've obviously I haven't gone to like the areas that you guys have gone, but for over five hours, it was very samey. But looking at where Andrew's playing now, I think that like looking at the different ship designs and stuff, they're really cool. Um, but I mean, you mentioned it before. I just I feel like there should be like a little bit more progression, even graphically. And then obviously with the cutscenes I said earlier that I didn't mind them. Um I definitely don't think they were as good as as us falls, but overall, I th I think it was it was. I'm gonna give it an okay, especially with what we said earlier about like the icons matching like the background and stuff. You know, graphics are okay. Yeah, that that part's a miss. Um, I was gonna ask Andrew, do you go to more planets? Okay, I was actually I just gonna like say that's visited. my biggest complaint is I loved when you go planet side and are fighting planet side, but there's not a lot of it. Yeah, that's because that's what I was thinking about is that, that those fights felt like they really shook things up more than anything. And I wanted a little bit more of that. And, and that's an area where they could have really used to showcase variety, where it's not even a cop out to be like, well, you're in space. Everything does just kind of look the same. It's the voids of it up or whatever. 
Like you could, they could showcase a lot more with individual planets. So that would have been cool. Yeah. I mean, I could probably count maybe five planets so far. I've been actually like planet side on and yeah, you don't do a ton of fighting on them, but when you do like, I thought it was cool. Like you're in space so much that when you finally are like in an area where you're actually planet side, it's like, Whoa, this is awesome. The Vista looks cool. The designs of the planets, they did a great job. Like one you go to is a complete junkyard and it looks and feels like a junkyard. Like they did a great job with it, but yeah, there's just not enough oh, yeah, of it. Cool. Uh, yeah. Well, and all of a sudden your perspective matters. Yeah. You're like, Oh wait, I'm, I'm upside down in space. That doesn't always matter. You just kind of float aimlessly and aim for whatever you want to. Yeah. But then, yeah, you go to a flat plane and you're like, Oh wait, I have to, I have to write myself. I have to be facing the right way. And, and uh, yeah, like I like when you could go like underground too. Um, there was that one planet I went to where you got to go into some like mines yeah. and I don't know, shoot pirates or something. But like that was yeah, those were really fun. I liked those. I forgot to ask you. Well, what did you guys think of the actual flight controls? I'm more curious with Liz because Liz usually hates zero G. Like anytime you're in zero G in a game. I actually I didn't mind the fighting, especially because I found like the the honing missiles. And so when those would run out, I would use the other stuff. Um, but then you also had like the, I don't know what it is, like kind of like a grenade launcher. You shoot like this giant. The flak. Yeah, I love that gun. Yeah, there's, there's so many good guns. And I felt like the only time I did, I should say I played on easy because I'm not good at space games. Um, but the only time that I really died was when I was like, you know, purple or whatever. Yeah. Or like I was like, do you know what? I need to look at my weapons, look at my ship, that kind of stuff. So I, I actually like the fighting. And I mean, you you can also like in some scenarios, like hide behind asteroids and stuff to kind of like collect your bearings and stuff. So I, um, but I will say like with the controls, I had like these things that like repair your shield and stuff. And I was like, I don't know how to use them. <laughs> and I should have, but I just didn't use them because I, I couldn't oh. remember. It was it a D-pad thing. No, it, well, it, Kind of. Yeah. The bottom right of the screen, it said hold B to do your items and hold X if you want to do your equipment. And then, yeah, then you select it with the D-pad by holding X or Mid holding battle? B. battle? That's yeah. how you do it? Oh, well, I didn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I so that was actually one of the nice accessibility features is, and, and it was on by default, was when you used one of those, one of those options is it would slow down time. So it took a little bit of the stress of being like, oh my gosh, I'm in this big battle. I'm about to die. I have to heal myself. But if you hit B, it, it, everything kind of pauses so you can slowly pick which one you want. And and it's nice too because if I remember too, it's like one click. Like if it's the, your right D-pad, you just touch the right D-pad and it's done. Yeah. It's not like hold it, then release or hold it in a day. Or it just selects it. So it, it's actually fairly easy to use when you ha when you do use it i knew it was i me. forgot about it a lot i will yeah i mean i forgot about it a lot myself so it's not like I, I was much better and i knew it was there i just forgot um but yeah i i overall liked the flight controls i thought they were i thought they were mostly pretty good if we're comparing it to our other recent space shooty game chorves i thought those controls felt so much more accessible and I thought the fights were more fun because the way that the, the skills worked in that game just, I don't know, they were snappier and, and more fun to play with. That said, I still thought that Everspace 2 did a really good job and I didn't struggle with it. So I liked it, but I thought Chorbs did better. Oh, see, like I, I see what you're saying, but I also just love the guns in this game. Like yeah. I loved like, being, like going through the different ones and stuff. So I, I agree with what you're saying, but I also think the guns are better in this game. Well, one of the things I loved about the guns in this game, and I and I know I already touched on this, and you guys disagreed with me, but I loved the sound effects for the different guns in this, like the flat cannon. That there is just nothing cooler than just dive bombing a tower with a flat cannon, and just that thing just choo, 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 as you're like flying down the turret. It it's a cool, cool feeling. I don't. Know, I, I like those sound effects. I think are fine in this game. Like uh, the gauze rifle is one that it, it's a little laser, just goes pew. Pew, and it like it actually picks up speed, so it's just like pew 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 oh, yeah. pew 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 pew, and it starts going faster and faster. Like really cool. I like that effect. Like I do enjoy. I agree with you. I think the sound effects for a lot of the guns are cool. It was just the music. The music to me was decent at best and annoying at worst. Like I like as Liz was saying. I guess now that I've seen that I've traveled an hour and a half of 
doing the super light where you're going between different planets. It's like a cruise mode. You're whenever, whatever galaxy you're in, you get the same song over and over and over and over again. It changes a little bit with different galaxies you go to, but yeah, I was kind of getting like, okay, this is like kind of elevator music, kind of synthy, also a little house music. Like it was just like the genre of it was just kind of weird. The, sometimes the music would kick in and it actually would be like during a battle, like, Oh, like a rock song kind of will maybe kind of kick in, but it's just, I don't know. I found the music to be all over the place. I think in a different game, it would, it could have been used better, but because you heard it so much, it became, it, for me, it became very repetitive. Yeah. It so was very noticeable. I actually think it could have done really well, either played differently in this game, like in a different scenario or honestly just in a different game there's so many games we've played where i'm like that music would have fit but yeah it just like it was just too repetitive for me you know it kind of reminded me of uh, what was that did we play that i don't even know if we played it as a as a game (laughs) it was uh it's a it's one of the roguelikes uh the one with the bosses the one with the bosses that narrows it down keith (laughs) no but like like all of the bosses were like it was like Athena and Hades. No, it it I know why that it makes sense that you're thinking of that. <laughs> Gosh, I'm so mad that I can't think of this right now. Um, you like start in a nightclub. Oh, uh, Neon Abyss underground. Yeah, Neon Abyss. There you go. We did so that. Yeah. Like, so the music, in in some ways, it kind of reminded me of Neon Abyss. And I don't know, I didn't mind the music in that. And and I can see where it gets super repetitive and you're flying through space a bunch and listening to it. But I don't know. I, I also, it's weird. I, I guess you could, it's kind of just like playing this on TV speakers. So I don't know. But I like put my headset on and I would just put it down. So it was, I wasn't fully immersed in it. So it wasn't driving me that crazy. And I thought it was just good enough background music that I actually liked it. Um, but the sound effects were definitely like, the absolute highlight for me i just i thought the gun sounds were really cool like the explosions all of that was really cool and actually we didn't really touch on that but like the visuals of the explosions were also really cool oh, yeah. i know you talked about the lighting but that was a just a really cool feature i thought of of the overall design i know we're all over the place with like our our placement of things in this episode but uh like what irritated me floating through space yeah i think what just irritated me about the music was like to me too it was kind of mandatory of like having to put headphones on or listening to the music. Cause I'm actually into story. So majority of the story, like I said, is talking heads and a lot of the dialogue that's happening is mid gameplay. So you're in the middle of a space battle and characters are talking between each other. So it's like, you have to have your headset on cause you can't be reading the text cause you're, you're in the middle of a dogfight right now. Like I can't just be trying to look down, read a text and then also trying to focus on a battle. So that's why to me, like I had to have headphones on if I wanted to listen to the story and understand what's going on. Oh, see where I'm at now. I haven't had that issue at all. What do you mean? Like following the story? Yeah. Like you're saying like it's going on during battle and stuff. I haven't really experienced that where I'm having trouble concentrating on like what they're uh, saying. And I'm just saying that like I, I put in less hours than you like around five, six hours. It's not, I haven't experienced it yet. I didn't feel like the dialogue that would happen during battle was generally particularly important. They they did a pretty good job of putting that into either some sort of an actual cutscene or the um like the light speed travels. See, the entire it, it, the entire time you get Alec, you have the one cutscene with him at the beginning. Oh, well, but, Alec doesn't shut up, and yeah. I kind of like Alec. He's oh, yeah, kind of funny. Him too. I, I, I think Liz would have really liked him. Oh yeah. But a lot of his story and what's going on, 98% of that is you playing and he him talking. No, I mean, that is true. But I don't know. Again, I felt like a lot of it was just the, the character that they create of him is he's just kind of a goofball oh, yeah. and he never stops talking. He's very naive. That's who he is. I, there was one of my clips I, I took of it. It just it made me laugh the way he said it. I think he just was, you got it, buddy. <laughs> but it was the way he said buddy made me laugh um so if maybe if i remember i'll, I'll post it to our, our twitter no our x our x <laughs> but uh do, pro tips do you got any keith uh or liz i'm sorry i don't know I, if I it was an exclude ex- you liz i don't know if it was a user setting but it it does do a pretty good job of being forgiving with the aiming so don't stress being overcomplicated yeah or like over precise with your shooting just really aim for like the highlighted square and uh 
you're generally pretty good. That took me a little bit to figure out because I was trying to like really aim at enemies and then I was taking too much time. Just just aim mostly and fire. But that's just a just, just a loose tip, I guess. Uh, tip I have, don't be like Keith. Don't be afraid to buy ships yeah. because when you buy a yeah. ship, you have three different options of do you want to buy the ship straight up with credits and transfer the ship like to your home base or do you want to sell your current ship for like in a get like the price cut off of the ship and buy it with like this, um, like what your ship being sold doesn't like compensate for the pay. So don't be afraid to buy a ship. Uh, Cause also too, the ships also range in rarity of white, blue, uh, purple and gold, but yeah, have fun with the ships. Don't be afraid to like sell your current ship and just get a new one. Um, also too, if you're looking at ships, get the Vanguard. It's the best ship. Uh, I've done like four or five different ships. I hated the bomber. I first liked it cause I thought it looked like the Pelican from Halo. And I was like, ah, oh, cool. But I did not care for the bomber, but the Vanguard, what's so great about the Vanguard is whenever you kill an enemy, they sometimes will drop their corpse and you can press a and turn their corpse into a drone and you can have up to like eight drones. So they covered fire for you. They shot enemies. They also distracted enemies. So like you were not, you would not have to deal with like as many much of the firefights where the drones will just do it for you. Loved that ship. That ship is great. Um, also don't be like, like also don't, <laughs> just a general just another don't be like tip. Keith. Don't be like Keith. <laughs> just a, just a life tip. Don't be like Keith. Since, since this is an RPG, you will just naturally get more credits when you get higher levels. Cause I remember first playing this game. You're like, Oh, I'm looting 20 credits. Now I'm getting like a thousand credits. It's just like a, generally any action RPG of like Diablo, you know, know, borderlands, like any sort of action RPG when you're kind of progressing currency just starts to get thrown at you as you level up. Uh, when eventually you get to Prescott Starbase, do the ramen delivery missions. Super easy. You don't have to leave the planet area. All you're doing is driving a drone and delivering ramen. Super easy money. That's another easy tip. But I think that's about the pro tips I have. Do you have any, Liz? The tip you gave me, um, which is like very entry level, of course, because I haven't played a lot, um, was about like dismantling versus selling. Because I immediately was like, oh, I should just sell these and get yeah. credits. And you're like, no, dismantle them. Um, so that's a tip you gave me that helped me at the beginning. But yeah. Yeah, selling items, you only get like a couple hundred credits. It's not worth it. Just dismantle it. Uh, oh, yeah. As soon as I got that feature. Yeah. Straight for it. Uh, we didn't talk about achievements. Which no, we're getting I, to I now. Know. Okay. <laughs> the Sorry, I was getting wor- I was getting worried. Uh, as far as achievements go, this game absolutely do not recommend for achievement hunters. It once again, this is another issue with the game of the pacing. The achievements are just I I'm up to twenty hours, and what's my gamer score list like three hundred? You're at two eighty five. Two eighty five. Nineteen out of thirty eight achievements. Keith, you're uh. at one hundred five with seven achievements, and I'm at sixty with four. Yeah. So as far as achievement hunting go. It's a very long game. A lot of the achievements you are going to start to unlock at the end of the game, obviously after you've put in 60 plus hours in this game or 40 hours or so. So not recommended for achievement hunters. The achievements aren't bad though, but it is a lot of complete all challenges, complete so many locations. You have a couple fun achievements such as uh, like killing multiple enemies with like a slingshot ability, but yeah, it just, that one was only worth like 15 gamer score. Um, some of the achievements though I did think was kind of funny, uh, or some of the references, like uh, one of them was Rock and Stone. Come on, do you guys get that reference? It was a game we played. Come on, one of oh, you. Oh, is that uh, the dwarves in there? Yeah, Deep Rock Galactic. There you go. Rock and Stone. I can uh, oh, I gotta look them up because there was actually a couple that I remember seeing that I thought were actually really funny. Uh, Tower Defense when you kill an enemy with an automated turret. I thought that was kind of funny. Uh, bend it like Roslyn when you shoot a gun that goes around a corner. Oh, press F to pay respect. I think that's a that's, that's a classic one from uh, Call of Duty. So that's a deep meta there. Yeah, we have to go visit a grave. I thought that was pretty awesome. But yeah, the achievements overall, though, like I said, as funny as some of them are named, they're not worth it. This is not an Achievement Hunter game. But uh, yeah, let's get into our final thoughts. Keith, do you want to go first? Yeah, I feel like all I did was just praise this game, and I don't know, maybe and Liz I'm just, dumped it. Yeah, I'm just I'm just riding a high of of last week, coming off of Exo Primal, or we're going to Starfield, which I, I still haven't played much about, but everyone seems excited about. So I'm I'm riding excitement on it. 
Um, but yeah, I, I, and I think because I was a little uncertain about Everspace 2 that my expectations were a little low. I didn't love, love, love this game, but I really had fun with it and I really enjoyed it. And I would just, I would have fun picking it up and playing it. I got very annoyed with the um, difficulty spikes involved in it, but I don't know. I, I like a game that just says, you know what, screw it. You can put the difficulty on anything at any point and we're just all the achievements are the same. It's just play the game. And I get why some games have difficulty ones, whatever, but this doesn't. And that's, so maybe that's my pro tip, but they tell you that. So I don't know, just read the game instructions as they <laughs> give them to you. Um, yeah, I just, I've really, really enjoyed Everspace too. I, I know the music wasn't great, but I, I didn't get bothered by it overall. I didn't hate the excessive traveling that I had to do. And I did just mostly look forward to the, the shooting and the looting which it, it was a lot of fun of. And I, I'm kind of bummed I missed the Everspace one when it was on Game Pass. I don't know, maybe that'll be a, an episode for another time somehow. Um, give it a score, though. 84 feels like a really good score. Uh, yeah, for me, I loved Everspace 2 as well. To me, this is definitely a game that isn't meant to be played nonstop within a week like we did. To me, this is definitely a game I can easily see myself just like picking up and like doing bite-sized chunks of, because as I said, this game can be a time sink. You know, I looked at the clock and already like two hours have gone by. My just biggest complaint is just the pacing issue of this game. It just, it didn't need to be as long as it was. Its story wasn't that gripping that I'm like, oh, this is a big epic space adventure. It makes sense to be me doing over 30 plus hours to learn all the ins and outs of the story. It just, to me, it felt grindy for the sake of being grindy to add time to it. I loved the pieces that were here. I loved the looting. I loved the shooting. I thought the combat was fun. I loved the ship designs. I loved how they all di played differently. I loved the weapons. The weapons played differently. I loved the rarity of items. Just, it was a lot of fun to put time into this game. But after 20 hours, I'm like, am I ha only maybe even halfway through with this game? It, it just feels weird of the pacing issue. If that was if this game just got a little bit quicker, I think this would be way better, but I could still easily see myself picking this game up and just doing a couple hours here and there. Uh, this is a, a, a good 80. Oh my gosh. I was going to give it a 79. <laughs> so I'm like, I, because like I, I did kind of, I don't want to say dump on it. I, I feel like everything I said was like, I mean, I think there were real issues with the game, Yeah. but I still had fun with it. Like, you know, looking at my scores for other games that I played, I'm like, well, I, I can't give it less than this game or less than Why? this game. It's, it, it's fine. I, I don't know. You I, always you always get so worried about your I did. The problem is I, I gave it a, gen, a generous 79 because I actually really liked this game, but I think the flaws were just very big. So if you get rid of the very big flaws, I think it could be like an exceptional game. Yeah. Um, but I just like, I have hope that maybe, you know, maybe they'll come up with another one that won't have I, I mean, this one did. came up as a game pass. So maybe since this is on game pass, Everspace three will happen. Yeah. But I mean, what do you think it'll be a turn-based RPG? Then? <laughs> they completely change the style again. That'd be interesting. But yeah, I feel weird about my score based on your guys' score. Cause Why? it's one point under mine. I know, but I feel like I didn't like it as much as you. I feel like I, I feel like the issues that I had exactly like, seventy nine is less than eighty. me, so that's why I'm like I feel like it's weird that I don't know. But anyways, Series X TBD for critics and eight for users. So, right around us. Yeah, yeah. We're just like people. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. But uh, yeah, we're gonna wrap it up here. If you have any game suggestions, please go to gamepassgrabbag.com. You can find all our links, send us an email, reach out to any of our socials. Love to hear from you guys. Love getting game suggestions. Thank you again, Kelly, for recommending that we play this game and a lot of fun with it. Uh, but yeah, I've been your hardcore gamer host, Andrew. You can find me on Xbox Live at Firebird0952. Uh, I've been Keith. Kelly, I'll give you a solid 9.2. Could have been a 3 if you had caught us with Everspace 1 and given me a roguelike. Just to, I'm not mad. I I'm like just disappointed. Too. <laughs> I, that's all I'm saying. Just, you know recommended earlier but but solid work solid work all around i think everyone basically gets starts at a nine and i just basically add for the gameplay it's, that's kind of what i do well it's weird because like why is it so, sorry score... seth i just i just didn't like Celasta. <laughs> you're a great guy why isn't your score the score for the game though 
I did like I, I did I mention that last time because I was I was thinking about I it. I think so, but the game the game's independent, and and all of our listeners are my favorite listeners. I'm Liz Noob Gamer Tag coming on Dean, and I'm on Twitter at Liz Noob Noob Izzy W. Same with Instagram, and I'm not I'm not negative on there. I mean, I was negative towards this episode, but like, I'm pretty chill. <laughs> <laughs> I wish we did do We need to start doing a video because all the way you like even shrugged, like, come on, guys, I'm pretty chill. Like, like, I swear I'm not angry. I I swear I'm not angry. I know. Like, if this is someone's first episode listening to me, like, like, talking about a game, being like, that that pacing. Um, It just, like, I have this thing with, like, wasting my time in this game. Just like, I'm like talking about, I'm like waving my pen around. It, it couldn't be worse than getting Andrew riled up about the Halo show. Oh, don't even. <laughs> don't, I'm not. I'm, I, the, I the apologize. Of, the amount of recorded time that has been cut for, for, for me ranting there. about the Halo show. Yeah. I'm sorry. You are fine, Lens. <laughs> I know. I just felt sassy today. And I was like, oh, man, I'm coming across as sassy. <laughs> oh, but anyway, we love you all. We'll see you again next week. Bye, guys. Oh, my God.